Welcome back to the Doctor Who Flashcast. I am, as always, not only personally, but on this podcast, Jason Snell. And joining me this week to talk about this week's episode of Doctor Who is Gene McDonald. Hi, Gene. Hi, Jason. It's great to have you here uh, to talk about Doctor Who again. People who don't know, you do a podcast called SestraCast, where you and Kathy Campbell talk about Orphan Black, which is an awesome show. People should check that out. Search for it or look on the incomparable for that. <laughs> but we're not here to talk about the many clones of Clone Club today. We are here to talk about the demons of the Punjab. Right. Season 11, episode 6 of Doctor Who, written by Vine Patel, who had a very nice Twitter uh, stream, little thread uh, today. He He decided to go off Twitter for the week. Uh, (laughs) before and after his episode. I think he just was like, that's going to be too much. But he did time a bunch of things about all the research he did into the background of the partition of India and a bunch of books that he he read during doing his research and all of that. And uh, people should check that out. But uh, we're going to we're going to focus on the episode here. And uh, we might as well. I mean, again, the the format here, we can walk through the plot, and I'm sure we will. But uh, big picture, probably first. Um, mm. We were saying just before we got started. Um, I, I actually liked last week's episode the best of any episode so far. But mm-hmm. I think now I have to say I liked this episode the best of any episode so far this <laughs> season. How are you feeling about it? I feel that way, too. And I do feel that that is a pattern I'm seeing among Doctor Who friends and fans you know that they say oh i liked last week's the best but now i like this week's the best i mean it's a good sign people, good good pattern right, i like that right for for the people who like this season uh, i mean i don't read the comments of the people who dislike it intensely i wish they would just watch something else yeah um that's that's fine right i mean nobody people don't have to like it and i think there's no you know everybody is entitled to their opinion i have been enjoying this season i've had issues with some of the episodes mostly about the way the plots are constructed Mm -hmm. um not about the casting and the characters which i think they've actually done a spectacular job on but some of the plots i i haven't loved um and that's okay too like again i feel like part of the incomparable's charter is to pick apart things we like and ask yeah. what, why did we like them and what worked and what didn't work because there's very rarely something that just worked entirely across the board and i do actually have this is actually a pretty good segue i do have something that i didn't like about this episode i don't even want to say i didn't like it that i think didn't wasn't necessary or maybe didn't need to be there other than maybe that it was doctor who so doctor who historically Mm-hmm. has had this whole category of episodes called historicals. We talked about this uh, when we were talking about the Rosa Parks episode, right? That, that was mm-hmm. a historical, but there's also a time traveler in it. And uh, so many of the modern series episodes of the historicals have been these kind of like sci-fi historicals where it's like, well, there's Charles Dickens, but there's also gaseous aliens, <laughs> right? right? There's always like that science fictional thing that slides in uh, mm-hmm. to it. Uh, Rosa Parks was interesting in that in the end, there was the back to the future we've got to keep history on track kind of thing or the quantum leap kind of thing but mm-hmm. uh in in reality you know the bulk of the drama was was about the the real history and then there was sort of like a complication this episode's like that too in that all the drama and uh emotion is about 
a historical event, which is the partition of India and how it affects these two families who have spent generations working the same land on what is now going to be the border between India and Pakistan. And mm-hmm. it turns out that this, this is Yasmin's grandmother. And uh, we meet uh, Prem, who is the man that she marries and then who mm-hmm. who they figure out as this episode goes is going to die that day and she, he's never spoken of by her grandmother but uh and and this is what the episode's about and it's great and i think all that yeah. stuff is fantastic i think it's one of the great things about doctor who being a time travel thing is that time travel isn't just for twisty turny plot things sometimes it's just a, a vehicle to take you to see a story and give you a perspective like what yaz gets with seeing her grandmother mm-hmm. my Criticism here is only there are the demons of the Punjab who are these Thajorian hive assassins who we find out later are no longer assassins. Their planet mm-hmm. blew up and then they th- they were very sad and they became uh, mourners and now they mourn the unmourned, um, right. which is reminded me a lot actually of the last episode of the Stephen Moffat era where they have the glass people who record everybody at the time of their death. It was sort of similar to that. My point, yeah. though, is just, I got to the end and I was like, why do we even have them? Like, this would have been a great <laughs> episode without de- the demons who turn out to be not anything. Like, I mean, they were fine, I thought, but like, this would have been a fantastic episode with no science fictional element whatsoever, I think. Except for that time travel thing. Well, I mean, yeah, um, other, other than the, yeah, like the old school Doctor Who story, which is just the, like the yeah. TARDIS takes you there, but then a story unfolds in front of you and there are no like aliens involved. And this story didn't yeah. need aliens involved other than, you know, the doctor wandering through with her friends. Well, that's interesting because I, um, I liked the, how do you say their names again? I the, wrote down Thajurian. 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 Like, I don't know who. who I don't knows? know. I'm sure it wasn't you know. in the credits, as far as I could this tell. Is so a I don't know. Cast, so yeah, we, we don't know no for research. sure, but <laughs> no research. But I, um, I thought I, I liked that aspect of it because I, I felt like I was surprised in a big way when it turns out they're, they're no longer assassins, mm. they're mourners. And that clicked for me with the one thing that I was going to be unhappy with this episode, which is like, are you telling me that some extraterrestrial uh, beings are responsible for the violence, you know, following the partition of India? Because that's, that's no good. Right. That would That's, be just as bad as, as <laughs> discovering that an alien caused, you know, Rosa Parks to uh, refuse to move in the bus. Like, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. Don't, yeah. don't do that. So I think they did a neat job. In fact, when I was, you know, uh, skimming through the notes that I made, uh, as I was writing them, you know, watching the show at the same time, I was like, I definitely thought they were demons. I was definitely afraid of them. They're assassins, obviously. You know, we already see they killed two people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, they revealed to the doctor that they're they're no longer assassins. And I, I mean, yes, you're right. Like there could have been a lot of um, there could have been an episode without them. But I'm not sure how they would have filled every in all the time and and have running and, you know, all well, those cool effects. Sure. Like sure. swooshing in you, and out you, of the t- 
you get the cool transmat effects and you get mm-hmm. the alien spaceship uh set and you get some action and adventure and stuff into Doctor mm-hmm. Who. I mean that's why they're there, right? They're there yeah. for the for the it's a family show, people expect aliens and a little bit of action and so we'll throw the mm-hmm. action in there. I guess I just I just had this thought that that and they were fine. Like I didn't I didn't dislike them. I thought those effects were were cool although I was a little confused about um, the way they did it, it felt more like they were moving fast than that they were teleporting. And mm. I got confused about what was going on there. But it did look cool, and the spaceship looked cool. And um, it actually, I think the moment at the very end where they appear and say, "We'll basically, we'll take it from here, yeah. um, it is both good in the sense that it's like they're imposed between us and the um, murder that's about to happen so we don't have Mm -hmm. to witness it they will witness it for us but also it is a you know it adds that extra tinge of sadness because they're there because no no one remains to mourn him when he dies because the rest of them Mm -hmm. are on the run and that's really sad so i just i just had that moment where i felt like this would have been an amazing piece of drama without the aliens being in it not that they were bad just more like they were not necessary for it other than for the tv necessity of having some running and action and things yeah i mean another thing to me though that was i felt like it was a bit of a call out to the doctor's history as well because these are aliens whose whole planet is gone and they're the last ones of their kind right Mm -hmm. and so they decide you know they're going to take on this like very noble mission because everybody on their planet died and nobody was nobody was nobody was there to witness it and i mean were it not a flash cast i would have dug back into the history of you know gallifrey and the doctor you know um destroying the planet and thinking you know because i'm a new new who person so since i've been watching doctor who as far as i've known the doctor is the last you know, of the Gallifreyans sure. until the master shows up. Yeah. And so, and that's a really tragic, you know, uh, characterization to have. And I thought it was interesting to bring in these characters who look so scary in the beginning and seem to be real scary people to come around and turn out to be actually quite sympathetic. Yeah. It's a nice, it's a nice twist. I, I agree about that. Um, we should talk about, so, uh, the, this episode hinges on, um, on, uh, Yaz's grandmother and, um, Mm -hmm. and, uh, they, she tells her stories and, uh, you know, this is the, and she gives her, her daughter and her two granddaughters, these things like, here's this flower and here's this broken watch. And I, I, you know, you don't just keep it, but I, I can't tell you the story about it right now. And there's a picture of her when she's young with the grandfather and uh, that leads us into one of these. It's kind of fun. The come on, why do we even have a time machine if I can't <laughs> see my grandmother on the day that she got married? And mm-hmm. uh, and they uh, they uh, it's a fun little scene in the TARDIS controller. They call they uh, 
uh, I think Graham calls the TARDIS it, and and yes. the Doctor <laughs> gets to decisively say what I've been wondering about because we hadn't quite got there yet. Which is like, don't call her an it. She's yeah. you know she's very nice and she works very hard and all these things. And uh, <laughs> and they're uh, and and finally she agrees and everybody else agrees to go as long as there are no killer turtles because as I think I right. said last week, I really like that there. Are, I like it when Doctor Who puts the implications. There have been all sorts of things yes. that have happened since we saw them just last. Like, I've apologized that. I've, I've apologized for that several times already. <laughs> the killer turtles. Killer turtles. And I'm like, well, I want to see the killer turtles now. <laughs> um, so they, so she agrees, and they go to Punjab. And I don't know where they shot the outsides of this, but there's a big mountain, beautiful. big snowy yeah. mountains in the background, and all of that. Um, and the doctor gets a flash of something, which is that like it's basically uh, another purpose that the demons serve is to keep them there uh, because there's a mystery mm-hmm. to investigate rather than just popping in and and popping out. But then we get to we get to uh, meet we should they get picked up by a guy in a cart. Uh, the yep. TARDIS translation circuits are working great. Uh, and they, he knows uh, Umbreen, who is uh, the grandma. Um, and it turns out that this is her fiance and in a, in a twist, not her grandfather. So immediately we've got that, uh, you know, we know it from the moment that she starts handing out objects at the beginning that we're going to have, like these objects will be significant later and we will discover the secrets of her life. Um, and it's, but it it kicks us off pretty quick, which is like, this is not even, she talks about getting married on the day of the partition, but this is not her husband. Right. Well, that. You know, she says, say, I'm the first woman to be married in Pakistan. And I thought, wow, how do you know that? Mm. You know, but (laughs) then, you know, of course, they flash flash to that later. And and then we understand why. But I thought uh, that, yeah, I was waiting for all the pieces to come together. There were little puzzle pieces floating around and I couldn't see how they all fit together until the end. Right. So, and the de- I like that. The demons are, are here too. We get our first glimpse of them and they're watching the uh, the holy man who doesn't want to ride in the cart and he's just going to walk mm-hmm. along and it turns out that, you know, in, in hindsight, we they know that he's going to die and be unmourned um, be and be killed by the brother. Um, mm-hmm. Even though we don't know that yet, that's that's what ends yeah. up happening. Um, the, so Yaz has this whole moment where she's like, "Okay, that's not my granddad. He's a Hindu. Yeah. We're Muslim. Uh, we're Muslim. He's walk. He's wearing the watch. So it's like, right. what what is happening? So we're Muslim. He's Hindu, uh, but his watch is the watch. So what is happening there? Um, and the doctor is starting to be really concerned. Like I'm too nice, she says. Cause this is the partition <laughs> in, of India. Nice. And for those who don't know, she is nice enough to explain. There were riots in the cities. More than a million people die. Tens of millions are displaced. This is a very bad uh, mm-hmm. moment in history that's happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And, and so basically, I mean, she had said, "Okay, we'll go, but just for an hour." Mm-hmm. And of course, we know that's not going to happen. It's never going to happen, though. No. You know, it's when, <laughs> you know, the demon thing, yeah, as you say, keeps them there for longer. But I do wonder about the doctor's judgment going back to world historical moments like that. Well, I think she can't help herself. I think that's yes. the, the, the bottom line is that the, so much of the doctor is like, no, 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 we shouldn't go. Well, yes. 
yeah, it's kind of interesting. Maybe we, yeah. maybe we will. Um, and and you know, in here is where we where we meet the brother. And this is this is very yeah. clearly like this is what the episode is about, which is there, there. This is a personal representation of the partition, which is the brother mm-hmm. says we we made Pakistan for the Muslims. You get that this this part is going to be India. It belongs to us. He doesn't want his brother, who is Hindu, to marry a Muslim. Um, he. Uh, the the brother uh, is upset at uh, at at Prem, but Prem is upset with the brother. It's like I went yeah. off and fought in war, and our other brother died, and I come back, and he is this. He's been, um, you know, he's been listening. He says at one point, listening to angry men on the radio, basically, yeah. and and he well, is, yeah. <laughs> and which you know, so we've got uh, analogs for modern times, and also you know, this is the personal tragedy of a family torn apart. Yeah. And um, and two families that have worked the land together all this time, uh, torn apart by the partition. And, mm-hmm. you know, the one group he's got at the end, he's got guys on horses and they basically come and they drive everybody else off the land so that he can take it and have it as his land from now on. And he even says to uh, the family at one point, I didn't, you know, I didn't do this for you. I did it for me. Right. Oh, yeah, that was a real... That was a real, you know, twist the knife and why don't you, Manish, you know, because yeah. this uh, Umbreen, who is, he has his grandmother, is trying to say like, you know, it's a, it's a wedding day for goodness sakes, there's toasts and she's giving a very lovely, you know, speech about how Manish is the one who kept us alive when there was a drought and we could all get together and I'm really proud to have you as a neighbor and now to have you as a brother and you're like oh it could hold the whole thing could twist around right now and then he says that thing of like i didn't do this for you yeah. i did it for us and you know basically get off my land pakistan is your land go bye bye yeah and then obviously the echoes even even to today of how mm-hmm. people separate themselves from other people there is a speech to that effect that happens later mm-hmm. on um the we get some running here at this in this there's, point in the story. There's there's yes. the, the demons appear. They find the holy man. He's got kind of like purple powder on him, um, mm-hmm. and they go demon hunting. Uh, where also the doctor in a what is turned into a running gag because I think last week she gave she gave points out to people mm-hmm. or yeah, last week two weeks ago I think it was last week and this time she awards Ryan a gold star and then says wait a second was I awarding points like she's lost her scoring system <laughs> for her her companions now which made me chuckle but that is a continuing little thread that's going on there but they do find yeah. a, a little uh, you know the transmat doorway and they get zapped into the spaceship and um, right. they're, they're down there looking around and and it's a kind of, kind of fun thing where they she speculates uh, if they're out shopping or or maybe bowl, bowling, bowling, yeah. <laughs> some some aliens like to bowl. Very very uh, um, doctor, you know, little uh-huh. uh, jag there of saying like, oh maybe maybe it's okay. We're here in this like layer of demons, uh-huh. you know. As but far as we know, they're yeah, demons. It's yeah. fine. They, they're out shopping. I'm sure it's fine. Uh, and then she realizes they're the the Jerians, a hive. Which, you know, you only use the word hive when you really want to to 
uh, make them the other. Yeah. And they're the deadliest assassins in the also, whole universe. It's a super scary word, Hive, because it implies there are lots of them, which is funny because we only ever see two. Yeah. Because <laughs> they only ever, they made two of them. But presumably there are lots <laughs> of other people in danger in the Punjab, and this is their base of operations, maybe. Yeah. And so these two are doing this, but they're, they, I'm sure there are other Hive people elsewhere. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, no, probably. Maybe. Two. Two. two <laughs> Two does not constitute a high. I don't think so, unless they really are just good at PR. And they're like, yep, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is our hive of mm. mine and that one. And yeah, that's our hive. Um, so the doctor does a really classic doctor speech, which yes. is they're under my protection now. Uh, and they say you can't prevent this, which sounds like a threat, but of course, in hindsight, is just a like, oh, but you, you don't understand. This then, is bad things are going to happen. You can't stop it. And she right. doesn't think that she's like, I can stop you, but they're not the ones causing the bad things yet. Right. But it's still, she gets to give that little speech and take their uh, their transport uh, glowy dealy gadget thingies, engine thingy. Well, in fact, she she pulls <laughs> that out of its its casing or whatever. You know, she's like, oh, I'm totally going to look at this thing, and then. Of course, that sets off an alarm, and that's when right. the, the 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 demons show up again. And I was like, and she she does say like, oh, I I probably should have thought about that before. I just she's very impulsive, this yeah. doctor, and and they're and mad at I her. Like it turns out they're mad at her because she's taking like the sacred ashes of her pe- of his yes. people of their people away, <laughs> which it's like wh- yes. whoops, kind of misjudged yeah. that, but she doesn't know what's going on there. Um, it could have been more clearly labeled. That's all I'm going to say. So a lot. So in this next section, there's a lot of fantastic character moments. So this is yes. about yeah, saying how is it that she didn't tell us these things, and you know, uh, I think it is. Um, I forget who it is who says you know you got to give her give her her secrets, yeah. let her live her it's life. Graham. It's Graham. It is, uh, and yeah. and we're all we always see our the events of our lives from the inside, and you're seeing this from the outside. The perspective is different. Different. Live through the moment, right. basically, and like again, beautiful kind of separate from yeah. the run around, get to the barn. I'm going to put little dealies up. It is that. It is the personal thing. And after the doctor does that and, and says, we've got 12 hours or whatever, um, mm-hmm. uh, there's more time where where <laughs> they have time for the men to go off and the women to go off. But before that, the doctor needs a whole bunch of stuff, including chicken poo yes. and a biscuit. Well, yeah, oil, <laughs> water. Spit from an ox. Spit. Yep. <laughs> I didn't. I resisted the urge to rewind just to take down the whole list. I knew Lego was not on it, but no. I thought this is going to be the doctor of of lists like this, and yeah, mm-hmm. and a, biscuit, a chicken poo, and, a, and and well, I like how she does it too. And oh, and a biscuit, a biscuit. I like biscuits. <laughs> it's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's like at that point she's gone from the list of things they need to like other things she would like to receive and have people bring right. her. I'm like yeah, right. also bring that, which is a very doctor uh, and, kind of thing and, to do. <clears throat> And that's also a moment where Yaz looks at her and says, um, excuse me, like not interfering, like because, oh, yeah. you know, they're not leaving. In fact, the doctor's building a whole thing here in the barn and has, has blocked the aliens out. And, and the doctor's like, oi, the alien assassin started it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's very much Yaz saying, this is what you said. And the doctor responding, do you not watch the show? Once there are aliens, <laughs> I get to do whatever I want, right? Like, this is my thing, is when there are aliens yeah. in history, then I 
take care of that. Yeah. So it's just like, all right. But then, yeah. so so we get the men and the women separately. And this was, the, there's a lot of fun stuff here because um, they do the henna tattoos. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, the doctor says, oh, this is really fun. I never did this when I was a man. And that's great for the audience. But of course, it receives glances in the moment. And, yes. uh, and that leads to maybe my favorite line of the whole episode, which is, my references to body and, dinger- and gender regeneration are all in jest. I'm such a comedian. <laughs> yes. That was one of my favorite moments, too. And uh... <laughs> I love that the show is addressing it, right? I, I love that I thought... I thought it was entirely possible that the doctor would regenerate into Jodie Whittaker and she would spend the season um, just being the doctor and not talking about her past. And mm-hmm. instead, the show is happy to engage with it in this very light, playful way, which is to say, you know, never did this when I was a man. Oh, you know, now why why did you call me ma'am from the very first episode? But right. throughout, there are those moments where she's reminded, oh, I haven't done this before. And it's fun because we know that that's true too as viewers of the show we haven't seen it before yeah. so I, I i like that it's it's not like a la- it's not banned from discussion it comes up naturally here and there it's usually mm-hmm. funny and uh in this case she kind of gets rebuked like mm, stop talking about when you were a man <laughs> and you're like oh i'm a kid or i just yeah. i'm kid about all of the things yeah. that i list <laughs> yes yeah, it's just like stop making those jokes oh those you know, funny funny, funny jokes about being a man <laughs> and now being a woman no stop maybe stop that maybe mm-hmm. just a little and uh yeah and so and this is you know where the the great grandmother, which I think is interesting, mm-hmm. you know, they never, yes, never like kind of relates to her, just to her grandmother that she knows in person. But I'd also be like, oh my God, it's my great grandmother too. Right. Um, and she's like, not too late to find a Muslim husband, you know, and this whole idea of getting married on the day of the partition, et cetera, is, is nuts. And also your, your holy man is, he's dead. And that's when Umbreen says like well the doctor could marry us yeah <laughs> doctor's like oh yeah i could do that and yes it's like mm-hmm. not, not interfering eh? yeah not interfering and, and also what is that going to look like which we find yeah. out later like the, you know, are you really going to be any good at that because the do- it's the doctor and i'm not sure <laughs> i'm not sure we uh we trust that and it's it's um i think i, I had the same thought about the the great-grandmother um I, I also thought you know she doesn't know her personally so mm-hmm. maybe there isn't one of those like whoa it's you right kind of moments mm-hmm. at the same time it is funny because we have a mother-daughter relationship happening and so I think there's part of it is like all of a sudden it's like Yaz's mother and her or her sister. Right. And so she sort of like fills her great grandmother becomes this uh, other role, which is like the mother, the mother role instead, mm-hmm. which is it's kind of a funny it's it's a, fun, a time travel. It's yeah. uh, it's a funny thing. Oh, uh, let's see. Let's see. Um the there is that there are the scene with the men where where the that this is where they they have a conversation about the brother listening to angry men on the radio yeah um i think the most uh the line i wrote down that really that really stuck with me is um i think prem says we didn't change just because they they drew that line and the brother says we did and th- yeah. this is the core of it right which is the brother has said uh things are different now because there's india and there's pakistan and they're over there and we're over here and we have created 
like humans so often do. We have created an us versus them, and he's fully embracing that and taking advantage of it. And his mm-hmm. and Prem is very much not that kind of person. He's like, it's all it's all artificial. We're all people. We've lived here for a long time. Stop acting mm-hmm. like this. And mm-hmm. and um, it, it, this episode does this a lot. But it's a, it's a good. I, I like it. I like the symbolism of it throughout. To, right down to the fact that there there ends up being that that rope that mm-hmm. he puts up that says basically like, okay, this is the border here. And yeah. then the doctor unravels it during the wedding. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, it, it, it is, it's, it, it is such um, a huge major historical moment. And one of the things that I like about this one compared to Rosa, which, which I liked, but initially I was like, what, you know, you can't just throw Rosa Parks into a show, you know, and not, you got to really do it right, which ultimately I decided that they did. But this one is not about India. It's not about Nehru. It's not about, you know, people who everybody knows. This is about Riaz's family. And so they're not mucking around with, you know, somebody who's in the history books. They're, they're mucking around with their own characters. And right. it's a personal so story. I like that. Yeah. I like that the, I did not like it. I can't say I liked it, but it just brought home for me how it's very hard to witness like civil war of any sort. And this one was, was that's definitely, you know, whatever you call it. It was, you know, two, um, two populations that were whipped up to hate each other when they had nothing, uh, no, I don't know. Well, yeah, what I mean, do I don't say about to... the U.S. Civil War? They, yeah. they, they, the most common phrase you hear is it turned brother against brother, and that is exactly yeah. what we see in this episode. Is the same thing. This is a this is something that takes people who have lived together peacefully for a long time, even members of the same family, and yeah. uh, turns them against each other and tears them apart. And that's the mm-hmm. tragedy of the of the whole thing. And I think there's. Um, not knowing a lot about this subject, it's actually fascinating, especially being Americans. I think that we know even less about the partition of India than, than I assume the Brits do, although they probably don't know as much about it as they should. But um, mm-hmm. given their involvement in it directly, you right. would think that they would know more about it. But um, it, it, you know, I, I think what actually in that Twitter thread, what Vinay Patel said is like, there are thousands of different stories. This is one of them. Mm-hmm. But the point, mm-hmm. the point is this, this huge um, historical event, political historical event happened. And we can say, yes, there was the, you know, India was partitioned on this date. Uh, but the point is that, that the ramifications of that were many and so many lives were affected in drastic ways. And, uh, you know, the world changed for all of those people on that day and that this is one of those stories to kind of illustrate it. And that's mm-hmm. the that's the nice thing about being able to tell a story about about the past and having a vehicle like Doctor Who to do it and to make yeah. it personal is uh, that's part of the power of Doctor Who. Yeah. Um, okay, so after we learn the Fajarians are uh, are mourners now and not, as we said before, and not assassins because of, of their world dying, <laughs> um, the doctor gets the news that now she realizes um, they're just there to witness it, that the holy man was killed, she learns, we, we learn later what she learns, by uh, Prem's brother, and that uh, as she comes back to them... Um, Prem is going to die and that's just that's going to happen and mm-hmm. and the doctor is does what I think is exactly what somebody needed to do in that scenario which is say we should get out of here this bad mm-hmm. things are going to happen 
we, there is no longer an alien menace. We should get out of here. At which point, mm-hmm. all three of her companions basically say, yeah. "No, we're not gonna, we're not gonna do we're that. Gonna stay. We're gonna stay <laughs> here with Yas's grandmother and make yeah. sure that she's okay." Um, but what, what shifts in this moment, in addition to the doctor giving them that opportunity, and I wrote it down as I was watching it, which is now, now we're in a different story because at this point in the story, the aliens are no longer an issue for the plot. And what, what we are now is they are helpless and forced to witness horrible historical events. Like they, 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 we we as an audience and they as characters in the story have to watch this tragedy unfold and the story is very different at that point and i think i actually think that's that's great i love when that moment comes because n- now even more than before you get that sense of the inevitable that this dream mm-hmm. that the doctor was going to solve this by stopping the aliens is over you're left with just the sadness and tragedy of mm-hmm. the partition of india and how it's going to affect and tear apart this group of people that they just met um, yeah. And it's 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 sad, but at the same time, it's it's a great moment, I think, because your um, your hope that uh, that 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 there was a way around this is kind of ripped away, and and the show is saying, no, this is a tragedy, and there's no way out of it. This yeah. is what happened. Yeah. Um, one of those. Uh, one of the things I liked about this this bit where the doctor is like very you know justifiably saying like all right let's go <laughs> you know we, we we our role here is over you met your grandmother and you, so far you still exist so you haven't messed up you know the the timeline or whatever but <clears throat> when the three of them each individually say like uh we want to stay i thought oh this is a new dynamic like there's hasn't been three companions in the time in the TARDIS for the amount of time I've been watching Doctor Who. Right. And so uh, and most of the time there's just been one yeah. and it's been one young, much younger woman or whatever. And here it's kind of like there's there's a new uh, there's a new mandate in the TARDIS and the doctor can be outvoted. And I kind of mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, it says, uh, I think in the modern series, the only time that I would say that it really ever happened that it got close to this was there is one episode in the in the first season, uh, Boomtown, mm-hmm. which is the, the the episode 11, I think, which has got <laughs> basically it, it, they don't they're not in the TARDIS, but it's basically right. Rose, Mickey and Captain Jack. Yeah. And the doctor and they, they are a little four person TARDIS team in that episode. And I loved it. And then that was it. Right. They, they never went back to that again. And it was yeah. like, oh, but that was so good. But then then uh, then we we move on. Um, and as a kid, I remember they did it with um, Tegan and Nissa and Adric with mm-hmm. uh, first at the very end of Tom Baker and then into Peter Davison. Yeah. And it's kind of there's storytelling challenges with three characters plus the doctor, Mm -hmm. but um, it is, there are some fun dynamics there that don't otherwise exist, which is Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's, it's fun to see it. Um, Mm -hmm. Okay. So here we go. They are stuck watching history unfold. The radio reports that there are mobs and things are moving closer to them and there's violence. And what we get some lines like this, this is where you get your kind of like (laughs) speech, speech part of the episode. And I think it's, I think there are, there are beautiful words, but it's very much like, um, 
the, you know, the, here is the message of the episode that nothing worse yeah. than when normal people lose their minds. Um, now we're being told our differences are more important than what unites us. Um, mm-hmm. But it leads up to what is such a, I think, powerful moment. I loved it. It made me very sad, but I loved it, which is Graham, who knows that Prem is going to die, as they all do, says... All we can do is strive to be good men, and you are a good man. And Graham, you can see Graham is kind of overcome by emotion, but he kind of fights through it. (laughs) And he's trying to give a pep talk to this guy because he wants to show his appreciation for him and his realization that he's doomed, but he is still a good person who's doing the right thing. Yeah. Okay, now I'm getting all for Clemson again, Jason. It was, there were several moments. I mean, also the wedding itself, the, the doctor. Yes. The doctor presiding over a wedding, that's good. Uh, what is what is the doctor's faith? She says something I believe in my faith. I wrote this down because it is beautiful. Love is the most powerful weapon we have. Love is a form of hope, and like hope, love abides in the face of everything. And that is, you know, as the doctor often does on this show, especially in the modern era, occasionally you get the doctor giving a mission statement for the doctor and for the TV show. And this is this is it. What does the doctor believe? The doctor believes in hope and love is a form of hope. And it's the most powerful weapon we have. And and the rope that it was used to separate them by the brother, she, you know, sonics and it falls down and then they tie it around their hands in uh, a, a, a wedding tradition. Mm-hmm. Um, a hin- Hindu wedding Hindu tradition. wedding tradition, right. And then the yeah. gift of the watch is a Muslim wedding tradition. And she yeah. drops it and she says, it's, it doesn't matter. It, it's, it represents us. And that's the, that's the broken yeah. watch that Yaz is given by her grandmother, even though her grandmother has never told her like who it belongs to and what the significance of it is. Um, and then everything goes apart because <sighs> yes, that is what is inevitably going to happen. The, you know, we, the doctor points out to the brother that uh, he killed the holy man. Uh, it's revealed that he's called people who are going to come and basically uh, back him up, armed men who are going to back him up in, in, in getting rid of the people who are here and taking over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, and meanwhile, they sort of send, uh, send them off to kind of get their stuff in the house. Yeah. Um, and, and the, there's that brutal argument of like, this is our home. We stay, but if we stay, you die. Um, and this is that moment. It's like, how did how did the grandmother end up in Sheffield? And it's that they got oh, yeah. kicked off their land, and she put her finger on a map and chose Sheffield and thinks it's very exotic, which is <laughs> hilarious to Yaz and everyone else. Um, and the final moment is that basically... Uh, what Prem says is, I'm going to go out and talk to my brother and I'll distract them. And then I'll, you know, he says, you'll get across the border and into the forest and I'll follow you. But he, he, he's got to know at least that this is super dangerous, even though they know um, yeah. that he's not going to make it. Um, and he says, these are demons I have to face alone. Mm-hmm. Right. <sighs> yeah. Which is, I mean, coming back to the title, the title of this show is really good and, and right? surprising. Right. This is this is not the first time this season, even where the title makes you think it's something that it's not, mm-hmm. uh, because the women, the woman who fell to earth, we right. uh, all assumed meant the doctor, but it it meant um, grace. Yeah. And here we are with this. The, these are the demons of the Punjab. It's the people who are fighting one another. Um and and the, I think I felt it, it, there was the extra tragic part is that one of these kind of un, unnamed and only seen sort of in silhouette 
uh, men on the horses with the guns who have mm-hmm. been brought there to back up the brother. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a surprising moment for me is when Prem says, I know you, we fought together right. in Siam. We made a good team. And now this, this is not, you know, he says, right. this is not what I fought for. And that's what, what a moment that is. Like these men who have been brought in basically to get rid of him. And one of them is one of his, just his and his brother who died. One of their former uh, fellow yeah, soldiers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I was definitely through this scene, especially I was having flashbacks to like, um, like Cold Mountain, for example, you know, like Civil War, yep. the Civil War at home, not the big battles, but the the little, you know, horrible moments it's the of personal. neighbor against neighbor. Exactly yeah. right. It's the personal and intimate horror of these these moments of, of violence. And again, to circle back around to what we said at the beginning, like... I, I am grateful for the Thagerians because I think it's kind of a, I like that, that they, um, they, they step, I like the, the theatricalness of it in a way that they step, yeah. they step between us and the moment of violence. And they say, you know, basically we will carry the burden from here. Um, mm-hmm. This is terrible. You should go. We, we have this now and we will mourn him but you need to leave. And it's sad. Mm-hmm. It's, it's sad, but it's also, I think kind of beautiful that in that moment, these, these monsters of the week are doing us, are, <laughs> are, are lightening our burden and doing us yeah. a favor um, as this terrible thing is happening that we don't have to see it. Although we hear the gunshot and they're right. going to, they're going to do that. And then of course they, they, as I wrote down, uh, they release his head into the giant room of hologram heads, yeah. uh, which is, is super sad. It, it's silly. And yet also sad. That's a, I think a very oh, doctor yeah. who moment of, of, Oh, there's lots of floating hologram heads in this room, but it's also very sad because these are all people who died without somebody there to mourn them. Right. Well, and also, you know, going back to the notion of this is a very, very big job here in 1947 to mourn the unmourned. Right. And there's just going to be loads of them. And, you know, Prem is just the one that we see, but it, this is going on all over the place. And I thought that was a good touch, even though floating heads is always a little bit haunted mansion to me but yeah i i I like i i still i like the 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 feeling behind it yeah yeah, what it represents more than Mm -hmm. anything else um so our last our last scenes are uh we go we go back to the tardis um there uh they go back to sheffield in the present uh, laugh out loud moment is that the grandmother looks at the henna tattoo that she basically gave her <laughs> and says, this is terrible design. <laughs> Who, I made, I made this. Um, and then, I mean, this is the, this is the moment, this is actually the thing that killed me in the Vincent and the doctor episode too, is that is the moment where they show him the future. Um, here mm-hmm. it's the bringing back all of the knowledge that they've gained. She asks her grandmother if she's happy with how her life turned out. And yeah. we know now when, what she's, again, she says the same things that she probably has always said to her grandchildren, which is, you know, yes, of course I wouldn't have uh, your mother and you and your sister and all of these things. But now we know what she's not sharing, what, what parts mm-hmm. of her story she omits 
um, mm-hmm. to still end up, you know, I believe she's completely truthful that she's happy how her life turned out. But it's a much more complex story than her children and grandchildren understand. Yeah. And that's yeah. the that's the heartbreaking thing of it is that she has has carried this burden all this time and has not shared it with anyone. Yeah. And uh and she offers to tell the story about the watch and Yaz who knows the story says another time. <laughs> another time, yeah. Um oh. I was really I was like, "No, tell it. Tell it. I want to hear what she's going to say cuz now she's going to tell it as Graham said, you know, to Yaz back earlier on about how people need time to process things that happen in the present they don't just they don't come yeah. fully formed out of their head and she says you know she, it's only later she'll decide how to tell it right right and so i want to hear how she decides to tell it but that's not going to happen no but, and i get why well, like we literally just saw it happen so if we don't yeah. need to actually have her tell her in the episode i did have that question which is are they going to do the thing where it was like grandma do you remember the 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 distant cousin who came to you and was yeah. there on that day that you got married that was yeah. me we travel in time and she's like no she's not gonna that 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 is no. not also not the ending we get here um, i believe grandma is never gonna meet the doctor either yeah because while she may not have recognized yes she totally doc- totally recognize the doctor <laughs> i right? think she would recognize the doctor and you're wearing the same coat same clothes um <laughs> the yeah yeah so uh, and so the episode ends then with the music building as it often does, but rather than going into the regular Doctor Who theme song, it goes into a sung, sad, sung yeah. version <laughs> of the Doctor Who theme song. And I mm-hmm. wanted to point out that before I got into that moment, I had already written down that I thought that uh, Segun Akinola, who is the composer this year, killed mm-hmm. it in this episode. I thought yes. the music was spectacular uh, throughout so i think he yeah. was maybe called on to be a little more active with the music and he definitely wanted to, it to have an indian uh flavor throughout yeah. but it was really good and i noticed how good it was uh more in this episode than i have all season and then the end with that theme song is so yeah that was like if if you if you had any emotions to ring out of yourself left at that point <laughs> just let it all out i didn't i was like, <gasps> i was like why didn't I, I well yeah i didn't have kleenex at hand and i i thought that was a rookie mistake <laughs> yeah well who knew but yeah that was uh yeah yeah so really so pulled it all out. In- incredibly emotional episode i think so well done um the like i said my if i have a complaint at all it is just that it, it turned out that the that the monsters uh weren't necessary but as you pointed out they are they're kind of, it's doctor who they are kind of necessary yeah. uh, but but uh my my larger point is is a positive one which is uh it's not really about the monsters like i actually kind of love that it's <laughs> it's not really or 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 i guess we should say the monsters were us all along that the monsters are, are not monsters yeah. it's the people who are monsters to each other in this episode yeah. and that that's the that's the heart of it but i thought yeah. it was beautiful i really yeah. did um i thought Yes, I too thought it was beautiful. One of the things when I saw that this episode was coming up, I thought, oh, now we're getting that proper Yaz episode that we've been waiting for. And while Yaz has a lot to do with this episode, it's still not quite what I thought 
Right. I want it, which is, I want to understand Yaz. And she, um, because of the setting and, and the doctor pointing it out several times, like, don't, you know, you're treading on your own history here. Don't muck it up. Is that she's very, you know, hemmed in by what she can do and say and be. And she's more of a witness and then the helper person, you know, who can be there for her grandmother as like a slightly, you know, um, slightly related friend. Right. <laughs> so, so it was, I mean, I, I'm glad that they, they set an episode in India and I'm glad that Yaz was in some ways the, the, the engine that made this happen, but it's still, I'm still waiting for the one where Yaz gets to be Yaz. Yeah, and front, in, front and center, and yeah. we get to see, I, I would say, even like what we most glimpsed in the first episode, right? Which is yeah. police woman Yaz. Police woman, yeah. <laughs> um, there's subtle things that she does, but like to have her expertise and how she's good at her job and diffusing situations and things like that, like more. Yeah. We've had a lot of. Uh, Graham commentary and Graham and Ryan relationship stuff and Ryan and relationship with his dad who we've never seen which uh, uh, we talked about last week is sort of like mm-hmm. I'm not sure I care about that on it's very low mm-hmm. on my list of things that I care about about these characters and yet they're they keep coming back to it I imagine because of, of something that will happen later in the season uh, but yeah I'm with you I I I expected more Yaz in this episode than we got in terms of like defining who her character is. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so, well, I hope there's still, there's still episodes left. So hopefully uh, we'll see more <laughs> Yaz next week. Next week, next week, by the way, looks fascinating and talk about a, a change that, that this show does. Unlike any other next week, they appear to be at a futuristic, like, uh, I don't know, like, toy factory or something, something. it's yeah. called kerblam and that's not just the name of the toy factory that is also the name of the episode so <laughs> next week kerblam will be our episode but uh but anything left to say about the demons of the punch up gene um i could go to a wedding every day uh, uh not but i like that that was my favorite uh ryan line yeah, sure. of this show he, he had a lot of good stuff in yep. there Gold star for that Ryan. That's my fave. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, thanks to everybody out there for listening to the Doctor Who Flashcast. Gene McDonald, thank you so much for joining me. Oh, I enjoyed it. And we will see you next week. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.